Uh, I'd like to call the meeting to order. Roll call. Roger here. Bijou. Here. Kelsey. Nye here. Jonathan. Here. Sylvia Jones. Here. Doug. Here. Ahmed. Mark Priest. And we have our newest member, Vienna. Yes. Vienna. Welcome to the commission. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Item two, reading of the Native American land acknowledgement. Any volunteer? I'll do it. All right. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties, forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, reparations. Thank you, Commissioner Priest. Approval of num item three, approval of the September 26th meeting minute. Move to approve. Moved by Doug. I'll second. Second by Bijou. All in favor say aye. 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 All opposed, same sign. Item carry. Item four, public comments on item not on the agenda. Commenters shall have no more than five minutes and commissioners shall not engage in discussion. Anybody? No? Moving on. Item five, we have some correspondence. No? No correspondence? What's in front of you is the letter that um, Kelsey drafted. Okay. Which is I, a later agenda item. Later for agenda item. Item six, updates on outreach and engagement by the, our favorite police department. So Trey Hall is our new community outreach specialist. He Trey Hall. Stuff to give you and he's just gonna go over last month and what we've got going and tell you a little bit about himself. Welcome he, aboard, so, Trey. So going forward, you, Roger, you'll get Trey one month, me the next month. Okay. In the Southside Neighborhood District. This okay. Time. So we, we'll just flip-flop. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> so I know all of the talking points, and then I will give you your Stephanie. Oh, thank you. So Trey's the new Veronica. Veronica went. Yes. To Housing department. Yeah, and <laughs> Trey's not quite full-time yet. Thank we'll you. get him hopefully in a month. But we, we get him sometimes 16, 20 hours a week right now. So he's still a station master at the police department. Okay. All right. So just a couple of things that we've been doing recently um, with um, outreach in the past couple of weeks since I've been here. Um, as Kevin mentioned, I'm not 100% full-time yet. Uh, I actually work in the police department at the front desk as the station master um, part-time while I'm also doing this. So kind of have all, all sorts of works of life in that. Um, but in the past two or three weeks, uh, we've done a lot of different things. Kevin has gone to community violence intervention. Um, he's been doing that. Uh, I have not yet attended one, but I do plan on attending those to kind of get a grasp of what's going on with those. So um, in the future, I can talk more about those items. Awesome. Um, and then we did safety village prep with the Coralville Police Department. And we had met with actually the family of the founding members of safety village um, wow. to make it so that we can upkeep it um, and kind of continue that fam family's legacy. Um, to make sure that we're honoring and respecting their wishes. Um, so that's still work in progress. progress. Um, still doing landscaping, those type of things at Safety Village to maintain it. Um, the Community Police Academy, 
We also worked with the Corville Police Department to get up to speed with exactly what we're going to be doing here in the next couple of months to get the Community Police Academy up and running again. Um, same we have been doing for the past couple of years, but it'll be in Kevin and I's hands um, going forward to get that back where it needs to be. So uh, we've been working with the community or with the Corvo Police Department to make sure we understand what needs to happen with that. So uh, Kevin did the ops plan for the homecoming parade. He did a great job with that. Um, we have a debrief here within was the next couple of days, two or three days. Um, everything went well with that. There weren't any issue, any major issues, no hiccups or anything like that. So again, great job, Kevin, with that. Um, we have gotten to the point now where it's starting to get colder. Yeah. Um, and we're working on getting all of the things that we need in order to do the coat drive, the winter coat drive um, for children and adults as well. Um, we're still in the beginning stages of that to make sure that we have all of that together, a time, a place, um, and then we'll start advertising that so that we can get the donation boxes out there. Um, and then unhoused, we continue to work through that process, working with the uh, shelter uh, as well as the street outreach team make sure that we talk with them, we go out to those locations, make sure that they have everything that they need. Um, they're okay, they're safe. Um, and we'll continue to try and get a couple of them housed with the street outreach team. That's our goal at this point. Um, and then this week and next week, we have many, many, many trunk or treats that we're gonna be doing. Um, so many that I couldn't <laughs> even tell you exactly which ones we're gonna be at and how we're gonna be there all at the same time. So. Uh, lots of fun to look forward to there. Awesome. How many um, candidates do you have for the Community Police Academy? <laughs> uh, so at this point right now, we haven't done the registration for that. Okay. Uh, we're going to be announcing that here pretty soon. We've got to get on that. I, begin it, I think it begins at the beginning of January, um, and it runs quite a few weeks. I think it's seven to nine. Yeah. It's, it's quite a few, it, and yeah. it's every single week. Um, from January on. So, awesome. But yeah, we'll we'll announce that and then um, during one of the next meetings, we'll let you guys know some more information about that. And do you know where the location for the coach drive drop-off will be? We do. Um, that I want to wait just because we haven't gotten it 100% okay. iron out, but we have, we're 99% sure that we know exactly where it will be. We're more waiting on uh, constraints of the date at this point, but it'll be in an accessible location. Well, thank you. Anybody have any question for Trey? Yeah, with the code drive, do you work in consultation with the, um, sorry, the consultation of religious communities because they're doing that? Sure, that is an excellent question. At this point, um, we don't have anyone that's like, we are partnering with okay. in a religious way. Uh, we do have other partners. We're working with the University of Iowa Police Department. Uh, they're going to be one of our partners. But, I mean, if you have some places that would be interested in that, you can certainly. Well, the CRC has been doing it every year. Oh, okay. I think they just need to communicate a little bit with it's a big thing. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, we're more than welcome to have people I'll, on board. I'll get us, them so. in touch with you. Yeah, absolutely. I had a question about the Community Police Academy. Yeah. Um, you know, forgive my ignorance of it, but could you tell me a little bit more about that program and what do you do, uh, who, who participates and what do you do to recruit people or let them know about that opportunity? Great question, Doug. Uh, so the, it was the Citizens Police Academy last couple of years. They changed the name to the community um, because it's more encompassing. Um, what it is, is it is a group of people who are interested in kind of knowing the ins and outs of different aspects of the police department. So we'll have different people from different departments of the police department come in and give presentations, do hands-on types of things like crime scene technicians. Um, K9 comes in, the ambulance company comes in, JCAS, uh, the bomb squad, they give a tour of the jail. It's kind of just getting a glimpse into behind the scenes, I guess would be the best way to do it. And then the recruiting process. Last year, I believe that we just kind of did media blasts. Um, and then I think towards the end, they were struggling a little bit with getting people in due to the tail end of COVID. Um, but I think that we're probably gonna push on getting 
maybe I, I hesitate to say like a news publishing, but we'll probably continue to do social media blasts to get kind of a, a bigger audience uh, to register for that. Our target number is going to be that 30 range this year. We just, it was the first year we did it last year since COVID, but it is, Doug, I'm telling you, I was a part of it last year. It's almost like a you go to college and learn about the bomb team for an hour. You learn about use of force. You learn about community engagement. You learn about unhoused. You learn about, you know, when to call 911, when to not. I mean, it it is top notch. It sounds fantastic. And the reason I ask about you know, kind of that your strategy for recruiting things is I just think it's a it would be a fantastic opportunity to reach out to our minority communities, immigrant communities, to learn more about policing and you know the behind the scenes of that and you know the ins and outs of it I think would be would be fantastic so I, agree I would that. encourage you to you know think of ways you can kind of diversify and reach out to those those communities and you know Is welcome it one them day? into that opportunity what was that no, it, it runs for 16 weeks it's 16 Monday, weeks uh, I think 530 to 30 or 6 to 9 I mean it's a big time commitment on the participants but we almost have 100% with the people that show up are there the whole yeah. time and they're not missing many hours. And I mean, they even run through simulations like active shooter, you know, when to use for, I mean, it, because we go North Liberty, Corvall, all Johnson County yeah. law enforcement participate, campus police as well. So it, I was impressed with how well it turned. I've always heard about it, you know, being a police officer, I've never seen it up front, but it, it was just cool is what the word I describe it as. Awesome. I kind of agree with you, Doug, about maybe reaching out to some of our uh, immigrant community, especially in the past we have seen that a lot of them had problems because not understanding the new, their new home, the culture, and things yeah. like that. And I think it will make them also more comfortable working with the police department. Sure. And the work that you and, and Josh has been doing is, has been great, too. I would say outreach right now is kind of in a sweet spot with Joshua. And some of the photos in the letter you saw, we just got into the International Women's yeah. Club at the university. Yeah. And they had their own mini police academy with me for, I was supposed to speak for like 20 minutes. I think I was there two hours. Before <laughs> <laughs> the police department with Trey the very next day or the, the next few days. Yeah. And, but we, we were well represented as a community with the 18 participants we had last year. I was very nice. impressed with whatever they did last year back and continue because it was a diverse student population in the CPA nice and then one last thing Joshua was on baby leave but Joshua I don't know if you can read it but the Sudanese soccer club they honored Joshua now yes I saw that and gave him and me a plaque and it, this is all Joshua's work I'm not taking it took him months to get into this population and do the work he did oh, but when when I went out there, there were literally 400 kids that when we first started, we would have to go engage them. I couldn't walk through the park <laughs> because they're wanting sticker badges, they want to talk, they want selfies, they want to see the squad car. But I was, I was just amazed at the work that he, he's done, the daily grind or the monthly grind he's done. But the coaches and the parents did honor him. Yes. That, that, that was the last soccer game. And uh, they invited him to come there. And then, I, of course, I always tag along with him. That's awesome. That's good work. Keep it up, guys. Very well. Good work. Any other questions for guys? Thank you. All right. Moving forward. Uh, I, Thank you. Item seven, statement rejecting anti-Semitic and uh, Islamophobia. I think uh, uh, Kelsey took uh, a stab at drafting the statement that you have in front of you. I don't know if uh, many of you guys have the background. I think on one of the council meetings that happened, I believe it was the Tuesday before last week. And uh, you know, the council always have time for public comment and some people attend the meeting virtual. And at this council, particular council meeting, uh, we had a number of people that was getting online and uh, their statement was not what Iowa City stands for. So 
you know, the council themselves wanted to address that. Kelsey also uh, brought it up to my attention and Stephanie's attention about possibility of uh, the HRC putting out a statement uh, against those. Uh, the city of Iowa City, the city manager's office did put out a statement uh, against, you know, rejecting some of those uh, uh, prejudice and, and stuff like that. So we just wanted to uh, uh, Kelsey ask if she can uh, take a stab at a uh, statement on behalf of the HRC. So that's why you have in front of you. So if you can take a few minutes to review it and we can either give feedback or uh, if you feel this is something that HRC can stand behind and making a statement like this. So. Simply for the purpose of good order, I'm, I recommend or make the motion to advance this to the commission for our approval. Mark motions there. He's waiting for I a second. second that. Uh, uh, Sylvia <laughs> second that. Uh, any discussion? Do we want to discuss any edits or updates? <clears throat> My only thought was you could, it talks about signing on to the statement and being signatories. Is that in past, just in past statements, we've just made, made a, statement. a statement? Yes. Yeah. That's um, correct. correct. I don't know if we want to you know, put this out and and welcome others to join. I, you know, I'm not opposed to that, but otherwise, I my thought was to. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you about just making a statement on behalf of HRC instead of actually signing right. anything. So, yeah. I think so we can delete the last sentence. In that case, yeah, I would move to delete the last, the last sentence. Uh, yeah, that last paragraph. And in the paragraph that begins furthermore, that has the links in it, yeah. to strike as signatories. Okay. To where it just reads, furthermore, we commit to calling out. Well, with those uh, minor changes, Mark, are you uh, yes, friendly still with your motion? Friendly amendments. Okay. Mm -hmm. On the amendment, and Sylvia, are you still able to second that? All right, we have a motion with Mark and second by Sylvia. All in favor, say hi. 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 Uh, any opposed? Well, this is a uh, motion carry, Stephanie, with uh, those uh, minor changes. Thank you. And we can uh, get Stephanie to put that statement out there. Yep, I'll get a news release out first thing tomorrow. Thank you. Excellent. Item eight, racial equity and social justice grant. Uh, we have guide on supporting grant applicant. I think we only had two checks that still needed to go out. Center for, Center for Worker Justice, Justice. Yeah. and uh, Great Plains Action. Great Plains, that was uh, Sylvia and uh, Kelsey that were going to work on that, and uh, Great Plains was dogs. Yep. So if uh, you guys are having a hard time connecting with those people, I think some of us can help if we need to. Yeah, if anyone knows, has a connection at Center for Worker Justice, I, my, my uh, emails are going... I'll, I'll send, okay, I'll okay. send a note at yeah. CCU. I, I did talk to the no. ED. There's a new ED. A new person, yeah. yeah. Well, I know Bijou used to serve on a board over there. Used to have, you still, Bijou okay. still serves on a board. Maybe Perfect. maybe you can uh, help uh, with Doug or, sure. or okay. present the check, whatever works. Either one works for me. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. you two want to yeah, talk about it and get that okay. going? I'm okay. confident that Sakoas is very, very busy, but I know that I'll see her on November 5th, that that's not soon enough. Well, November oh. 5th, so we have Sylvia and uh, Kelsey working on that, so maybe we can connect with Mark, and Mark can be able to do that. I mean, I, that I'm putting that picture. at the, you know, if you can't do it, because she's so busy and hard to coordinate things with. Yeah, I'll just say, Kelsey and I and Sakawa had a, a kind of a discussion about the the presentation of the check, and she was a little, I'm not sure that uh, she felt like she wanted that that check and a photo op for it um, made, a, made a lot of sense for her. She did suggest that, may, that Kelsey and I... Um, that we connect with the English theater and do something there. And so I know Kelsey is reaching out to- Okay, uh, that's Truth Giving on November Because 10th. that's uh, okay. Truth Giving coming That'd up, be so. Great. That's great, Excellent. yeah. And then 
I wanted to just ask, you know, I had put together and I, I missed the last meeting, this guide for human rights commissioners on, you know, building and supporting the social justice and racial equity yeah. grant recipients and just any feedback on, on that guide. Has it been helpful? Um, is there anything we want to add to it? Well, uh, it was yeah. meant to be a, a, a kind of an overview of how our, our approach as commissioners with our assigned grantees on kind of building relationships and showing support and showcasing these organizations. Um, but of course, a starting point for us. Me personally, I thought the guide was very good and I thought it was very helpful. You know, I, I reviewed that one before I met with my uh, organization there and, and just used that as a, a background to do conversation on, you know, what they need from us and, and what are we trying to do here. So me personally, I thought the guide was a, a good document. And I think it's a document that we can have on for new member coming in when they're getting assigned an organization that they'll be the liaison to have something like that to look back on to, so. Agreed, Thanks. I thought the guide, the, <clears throat> sorry, I think the guide is very thorough and very helpful. Yeah. So I, yeah, thank you, Sylvia. Yeah, particularly Ex accessible, really easy to understand. Yeah, it was, thank you. it was very helpful. So. Of course, and to our new commissioner, I'm just saying, I'd just like to say welcome, and I'm also happy to, to walk you through that guide if um, as you come on to the to the commission and as you maybe select a one of our grantees uh, to work closely with. No, I think that'd be a, a, a really nice things to do, so. She's an thank amazing you. addition. Oh, yes. thank you, appreciate it, thank you so leader, much. So. Yes, I'm so, <laughs> awesome. Well. Thank right. you. Uh, continuing with the racial equity and social justice, we have some of our uh, grant informational session coming up on in, uh, Wednesday, November 8th. I think uh, Bijou, uh, Doug, myself, and Kelsey are facilitating that one. And, uh, and they are all on Zoom, by the way. And uh, Wednesday, November 15th, and we have Doug and Bijou facilitating that one as well. So, of course, Stephanie always helps with the background and everything like that, so. In the, the PowerPoint or the slide deck is actually at the back of this packet, so you awesome. might want to keep that handy. Um, and maybe reach out to one another in terms of what slides, you know, you'll cover, what slides they'll cover, what you want to talk about, what they want to talk about. So, um, it's a coordinated effort on yes. uh, those times but and if you see anything any edits or something uh, just let me know or something that you want added that you don't see in the in the past the way we did it so we look at the slide and commissioner that are facilitating we just divide that we just say i'll do slide one to four right. you do five to seven and the other person will do this so pretty much what we do you know, you prepare, you, you read the slide before, and if, if you, there's any question, you ask each of the commissioners. Some of us already have done in the past, so it's just sharing information to the people that the potential grantee, and uh, then answering their question as well. So it's, it's very informal, mm -hmm. and uh, in the past, it, we, it, was, it went very well, so. And then Vienna, I don't know if, if she would like to join, if she has time. Yes, to of course. You can uh, you can check those dates and uh, and and you can shoot Stephanie an email on which one you like to participate or maybe even just participate to just watch how it goes. Okay, sure. Yeah. Then in, you know, the next year you can take the lead on it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, moving on. Item nine, collaboration with the Recreational Department and upcoming program. I know we had one on uh, November 12th. I have not really heard anything. Do, are we supposed to reach out to them? So she just sent out an email like maybe, what, three hours ago saying yeah. that it's canceled. Mm -hmm. Oh, so the November 12th is canceled? Yes. Yeah, it's canceled. Oh. It's kind of hard. Uh, I was kind of looking forward to the round the world stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. Item 10, commission committees. This has been a hard part for connecting with people to, to meet, especially, you know, I lost one of my members, 
and uh, we have uh, a new member kind of replacing Sue, and so maybe she'll be interested in, in joining my subcommittee. So I'm going to reach out to you to see if uh, this is a subcommittee that you want to be part of. And I know uh, Sylvia is my other member. She's always traveling the world, so uh, we haven't really met in a while. But it doesn't mean that we're not doing the work. We're still doing the work of, uh, you know, reciprocal relationship because we were actually the people that you know, we're in charge of all those grantees and establishing relationship, the, the, the big check and the presentation. So the work is still going on. You all are doing it. We just haven't really a time to meet yet since we lost one member. And uh, Sylvia been kind of traveling. So that's my reports for my commission. So we can cross off Shannon's number name there and we'll talk to our new commissioner about possibly joining the R&R group. In the, um, that notebook I gave you has the strategic plan, which explains more about what each group does too, so. All right. Okay, thank you. Sorry, Sylvia. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead, Sylvia. I would just add, add to that, that, um, that that guide that we put together um, and this idea that Originally, we thought the R, the Reciprocal Relationships Committee, would be the touch point for all of the grant recipients. And we, we kind of moved towards uh, a different approach. I think so for the R&R, &R, it will be kind you know, thinking about the social justice racial equity grants and how to even further deepen those, those relationships and, and others. Um, but maybe extending beyond the initial thought of really focusing on each of us taking three or four grant recipients since it's now changed. Yeah. So we can talk about, yep. Which I think a lot of people kind of took on some of the, uh, to be the liaison for the grant, which is great instead of us having to take on a lot of that stuff, so, which was great. Any update on the uh, BNB group? Building bridges. So which one? They're both being. Uh, the oh, <laughs> they're both being. Yeah, building bridges. <laughs> that's us. Uh, uh, we haven't really met as well because uh, we're pretty busy. But just like you said, we're still doing the work in the community. Awesome. We are still doing the work in the community, but um, we haven't had a chance to meet. Um, but I know individually, we are working uh, toward mm -hmm. building bridges, and we are building a lot of bridges. So. Well. Keep on working. That's more important than. No, no, no. I think that that covers everything. Okay. Thanks. Okay. The other BNB breaking bread. Uh, same. Nothing to report on our end. Okay. Mark, is I mean, there anything we're else we're doing we're, it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doing it is more important. I think keynote for us is we try to be in relationship with leaders. Yes. So we're doing that. Doing it is where, you know, it's important. So. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Item 11, staff announcement. Well, I didn't put the breakfast on the agenda, so I'm just going to talk gonna about it. I was just going to wait yes. for your staff announcement for you <laughs> yes. to announce it. So uh, tomorrow is the Human Rights Awards breakfast. It's at the View Rooftop where we've Same had sitting. it for the past few years. If commissioners could show up a little before 7, just because I'm kind of uh, summarizing an email I sent out too, but because on a reason their guests and supporters will were told to show up at seven so they may in fact arrive a little earlier too the food will be ready at seven the program will start promptly at 7 30. roger will go commissioner lusala will go up to the uh, mic and give the group a 10-minute warning and then a five-minute warning and then just get started right at 7 30. it would be very helpful for somebody to make sure that uh, somebody doesn't get uh, a little long-winded. So um, five minutes is really the max. We want to be respectful of people's time, get them, get them in, get them out, give them a good meal, yeah. and let them start their day. So just start edging closer to folks. If yeah. it's six minutes, well, they shouldn't get to six because I'm going to be watching you guys. So like five <laughs> minutes, 10 seconds, you should be right next to them <laughs> so that they know like they need to wrap it up. 
Uh, make sure that you adjust the mic because lots of times people's heights are different. And so making sure that everybody can, can hear and it's also being live streamed and recorded. So making sure that, that is, um, it's being projected correctly for the folks out in the community who are watching it remotely. If anything tastes funny, let me know so I can let them know so it can be corrected. If anything is out, which it shouldn't be because they always do a really good job about monitoring the food levels, but however, if something is out, let me know. They put the drinks kind of in a odd area, so when you walk in, the buffet will be right there, but they actually put the drinks at the end of the bar, so that's where your water, coffee, and orange juice will be. So if you're asking or if somebody else asks, um, that's where that is kept. Uh, and when you arrive, you serve as a, a host to folks who are arriving, encourage them to get their food and to find a seat. And also make sure that you leave time for yourself to enjoy the meal as well. And I will have, if you park in the Court Street ramp, I will have, um, a, a, I guess, a permit that you can scan when you're leaving and that will allow you not to have to pay for the time that you spent with your vehicle in that particular garage. That garage also between, I believe it's the second and third level, you can actually enter the hotel yes. and the elevators are right there and you can take it right up to the view. So just be mindful of that. And after the event, Bijou will um, remind everybody to stay for pictures. And this year we're gonna try to take the pictures. The view has a private room. Yes. So. We're going to take the pictures in there, so we'll see how that works out, and it will either be great and we'll do it next year, or we'll say, hey, that wasn't that great, and we'll just be back in the main room. But this way, we don't have to move tables and chairs and everything like that. It will already be set up for pictures. And hopefully everybody has my cell phone number. If you don't, email me, and I'll send it to you. And I think that is all I got. Just a, another just, I guess, thank you guys. It will for, be great. For, it's always uh, great. I'm going to add to what you said. This is Grandpa talking. <clears throat> when you get there, you're going to see each other and you're going to want to talk to each other. We don't get to sit with each other. We need to sit with the award winners and the people. Yes. We want to be acquainted, be acquainted with them. So it means you'll make new friends. Yes. You have to take the initiative. Don't worry. It will be fun. If food is good, uh, meet the people, uh, show up. It's a great event to honor some of the amazing people doing amazing things in our community. And uh, I always enjoy it. You know, this is one of our second best events. We have the Youth Award and we have this award, which is amazing. And they have good breakfast. And you know what? Park at the ramp so you have easy access and we get the free thing to let you out. So, you know, most of the time we are out of there. I think by 8. 8.30? 8.30, something like that. We're usually out of there <clears throat> and out on our way. So. so I hope to see all of you guys tomorrow morning. Can you remind the name of the place that we have to go to? It's The View. It's to the Hilton. The Hilton Hotel. Hilton Hotel. Okay. And uh, the on, the, on the 12th floor. The Encounter Cafe is nearby? Yeah. Thank you. So you can enter the parking lot on... Uh, What's that street? You can enter it on Clinton, or Clinton. you can, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, wait, Dubuque? Okay. <laughs> so you. just, Dubuque? you come into the view, go in the back, there's the an elevator that takes you to the 12th floor. On Dubuque and Court, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, good. Well, I'm looking forward <coughs> to seeing all of you guys there tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be good food. It'll be a lot of food for me to eat by myself, so show up. You don't get to eat by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, commissioner's announcement. Uh, I'm gonna start with our newest commissioner. You don't have to have an announcement, but maybe you can just tell us a little bit about yourself, oh. and uh, <laughs> and then and then each of our commissioner they will give you a little bit about themselves as well when they make the announcement. How about that? Okay, sure. Awesome. Great. Do I get a minute or less? <laughs> you get two minutes. <laughs> okay, sure. So my name is Viana Kadura. And I moved to Iowa City since 2015. I've been advocating, you know, for our students, our Muslims, our minorities, you know, throughout the city. Um, I established, you know, and founded, you know, Maryam Girls Club, which is a Muslim youth girls club in town. It just, you know, because 
there's usually a dis, you know, disconnect between, you know, our ethics, our faith, and mm -hmm. between, you know, moving to the Western world, and we don't know how to apply, you know, our background and live with it. And there is a struggle of dual identities within the girls and the youth in town. So that helps them, you know, to unite, to connect, to empower themselves. So we do lots of fun programs through the, um, the club. We do community service to engage them within the community as well. Um, I have been, you know, um, engaged, you know, in, um, in our Islamic center in town too. It's called the Iman Center, which is also known as the Iowa City Mosque. Um, so I, I teach, I prep curriculum, I do extracurriculum activities for the kids. Anything that you ask for, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, and I already started establishing the library a few years ago, and I applied for the grant, and yes. we got the grant through yes. the Miriam Girls Club, and I appreciate it, and thank you all for that. And we're in the process of, you know, building up this library and making it, you know, accessible for more students. Usually we see at Al Iman weekend school around 100 to 150 students every weekend. Oh. And, oh. Uh, yeah, so usually it's... It just brightens my days when they find the book and say, wow, you know, yeah, I want to read this. And because it's different than what we have in the, you know, the public libraries or school libraries. So, um, so, you know, other than that, you know, I'm just, you know, volunteering, taking care of my six kids. <laughs> so, um, and I'm just blessed, you know, to be given the chance to be in here and try to serve the community in a better way, too. So well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Welcome aboard. Yes. We are excited to have you join this uh, Amazing group with amazing people that are doing so many things in our community. So, welcome so aboard. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Mr. Doug. All right. Welcome. Um, my name is Doug Kolash. Um, I am in my second year on the commission. I think that's right. Yeah. I believe so, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, because I, yeah, the, the Human Rights Awards last year was that like long. right after I started. So, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I uh, live in Iowa City here on the west side. I am also on the school, the Iowa City School District Equity Advisory Committee. I am the president of Hawkeye Pride, which is the LGBTQ alumni network for the University of Iowa, as well as on the University of Iowa Alumni Leadership Council. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. So maybe I have seen you before in the equity meetings. I maybe. attended a few times there. Yep, so. <laughs> yep absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then are we, we have our, you have our any announcement? period as well. Um, two things. One, uh, elections are coming up. Yes. School board and city elections, right? Um, several of you may recall last year we put out a statement um, about a protest at the public library of a drag queen store. Yes. Hour. The man who organized that protest is running for school board, as well as another gentleman who participated in the in the protest and carried a sign calling calling gay people groomers. So just making you aware of that um, and encouraging you to to vote for the the four people who will stand up for the rights of our students and not not work against that. So, thank you. Yes. Um, the other thing, just today, I had the chance to watch the city council meeting that we were talking about earlier, um, and you know, I saw, I saw, I read the statement that the city put out before, and by reading that statement, I thought, okay, you know, someone said something, you know, but but after watching the meeting today, the the degree and the severity of those comments. To me, and I know, you know, similar to our meetings, the council probably has rules in place where they're not allowed to. But, mm -hmm. but in our statement, and the one thing I loved about what Kelsey put in there was bystander intervention. Yeah. And I was disheartened and really disappointed at the reaction of our city council to those comments. I think at that point, given the severity, given the absolute just disgusting nature of those comments that rules aside, someone needs to say something. Um, I do commend council, Councilwoman Burgess, who at the end of the meeting did address it and, and say something there in the moment, but, but there was no response from any others, which I thought was a bit 
to me, it, it struck me as cowardly was the word that came to mind. Um, you know, our city councils are our leaders, and you know, to put out a statement a day or two days later that to me didn't go far enough in really condemning and matching the severity of that language um, is disappointing at best. So I did just want to say that I, I like our statement. I'm glad that we have put that out there. And I think the the bystander intervention piece of that is is the key to in that moment yeah. stop that speech say something, respond to it. Don't, no matter what the rules of the meeting are, you know, you're the mayor. You can stop that meeting and say, before we move on, we need to make it clear that these comments are not representative of Iowa City. So, thank you. Thank you, Doug, thank you. You know, um, I don't know if many people remember this, but before I even go, on my uh, introduction, when Barack Obama was running against John McCain, I don't know if many people remember that, probably a long time ago. There is always there is a, a moment John McCain was doing uh, a uh, a, a rally or a, a Q rally, a Q and a, things like that. And there is a lady that came up and was talking negatively about Barack Obama saying he's a Muslim, he's gonna destroy our country and things like that. At that moment, John McCain put his hand out, put his hand out, pulled the microphone away, he said, No, I'm not gonna allow you to talk like that. He's a family man. You know, they are they were opponent, but he knew that there is certain things you cannot allow. And, and I understand, you know, there is, uh, you know, First Amendment, you know, councils trying mm -hmm. to respect those things like that. But I, I agree with Commissioner Kolash that sometimes not saying anything is saying something. Exactly. So, uh, and you always have to address sometimes something in that moment when it's happening because it has a better impact sometimes. So. So that being said, I'm Roger Lusala, and I have the pleasure of serving this year as a chair. I've been in the commission for three years. This is actually my last year, and I'm supposed to be supposed to be getting off this December. So, and uh, I've been in Iowa City since 1998. So that's a long time. Um, immigrated here from uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. I went to California, did my undergrad, and I came to Iowa for grad school, and I've been here since. I've been involved in many things here in the community. Uh, my previous job for many years, over 20 years, I, I ran an organization that served people with disabilities in many facets, group home and day program and things like that. Uh, currently, I work for the state of Iowa in the um, uh, Department of uh, Health and Human Services. So. Uh, IHHS, which is just merged from the Department of Public Health and Department of DH, the whole DHS merge. So that's where I work now. Uh, I'm very involved in the community. I, I love this Iowa City community. I uh, coach soccer. I've been coaching girls soccer for over 20 years. I am the head coach soccer for the Southeast Junior High, for the boys now though. So I just love what this city has given me. Um, my wife and I have seven girls. You know, we are a blended <laughs> family. Um, but we only have two at home. Many of them are all in college or some out of college. So like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't have any uh, announcement to make today, but I just want to ask uh, to keep our brothers and sisters uh, in Israel and Palestine, close to us, with everything that's going on over there, uh, you know, either uh, you you support the right of Israeli people, Palestine. I just think the human life that we are losing because of war. Sometimes it just baffles me. It's because somebody made a decision that we're gonna do this, we're gonna attack these people, but the innocent people. Uh, the images that we are seeing on on TVs and, and newspapers. Uh, so let's just uh, keep the people.
close to us and let's reject any uh, prejudice that we see here in town or happening in our country because of what's going on overseas. Uh, also, including the, you know, the people of Ukraine uh, and, and what's going on around the world. Yes, we have a lot of things going on in, around the world. We still have the civil uh, war going on in, in Congo. We have the things going on in Rwanda. So it's just keeping people of the world close to us and thinking about what they are going through. This is what I call creating just trauma to those kids. You know, I saw a journalist carrying two babies, you know, bleeding on their head. Mm -hmm. And what I keep thinking about, those babies when they grow up, they're gonna remember that. That creates not only trauma, but it can also create hatred toward the other group. This is what we see going on all the time. So let's just keep people in mind. Thank you. I'm Jan V, and I'm doing a PhD in counseling psychology at the University of Iowa. It's my third year in the PhD program and first year in the commission. So I'm going to be there next year as well. Yes, you will. <laughs> Yeah, um, I am um, passionate to work with immigrant and refugee populations. So last year I did my practicum with IC Compassion, doing therapy with uh, refugee clients. I continue to volunteer a lot there and also planning to find ways to do the paperwork to continue working with the community there. Um, we have a very nice refugee bureau of services here in Iowa and lots of projects that people can get involved within the community, like the Problem Management Plus that happens through the College of Public Health, through the United Nations, um, that trains uh, members from within the community, refugee communities, to go and do psychological intervention or like mental health support for people within their communities. Um, yeah, I think I continue to do more of that work, so I am through my education and my passion involved with some of these organizations uh, that are serving in Iowa City. Um, and it's good to also be on this side to be able to see the work that they do while being involved within some of those organizations. Very happy that you're here. Oh, I appreciate um, it, thank you. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much. In, yeah, that. in terms of announcement, I think I just went for the Mental Health Day. Um, I. I had the table, the Human Rights uh, Commission's table, although unfortunately it was, it did not, not many people showed up. So it was not the way um, it was planned. I had a presentation prepared on mental health as a basic human right. Um, and just talking more about that, although hoping to be able to use that maybe some other time uh, at a different event. Uh, and yeah, I got the, I mean, showed the check, presented the check for natural tal talent music, so got that work done as well. Awesome, thank Amazing. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my name is Biju Maliabo, and um, I'm originally from Congo. I've been in, um, in Iowa City, or Iowa, since 1998, just like uh, Chairman Losala. Um, I am an interpreter in court and immigration school districts, you name it, I'm there. <laughs> I am a community leader. Um, I love my city, Iowa City. I, I've been serving here for um, 14 years now in our community with immigrants and refugee. That's, uh, refugees. That's my passion. Um, I joined the human rights six years ago. <laughs> so this is my last year. I'm stepping out in December. Uh, it's been a pleasure serving, um, be able to be the voice for the people that do not have a voice or are fearing to voice uh, their opinions. Um, I do not just serve um, Iowa City. I serve in Johnson County and also Lynn County um, in different ways. Um, thank you for being here. I am very, very excited. Um, I've known you for a while now. I know you do a lot of great work, so you will bring a lot of um, good to the human rights. So I'm, I'm excited 
um, for you to be able to serve, to finally <laughs> so want to Thank serve. You. Um, you're already doing a lot of amazing work in a community with the girls, you know, and anything else that you do. And thank you for being a strong woman. And um, um, yeah, so for announcement, uh, today is UN Day. So <laughs> if you guys don't know, um, I was at the library uh, with, um, we had a presentation and we had an, they invited the um, UN Global uh, Goal Ambassador that came and spoke at the public library at 12. Uh, it was amazing, a lot of people showed up. Um, we talked, uh, he talked a lot about uh, climate change and also uh, funding the UN, uh, please make sure you call your Congress to please fund the UN. It's important the UN um, play a very, very big role in the world. Um, so please call your Congress. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, I am, uh, I was appointed as a representative for the National Council for the United Nations Association. Mm -hmm. So I'm serving um, for the North Central, um, which goes with Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Minnesota, North Carolina, no, North Dakota, South Dakota. And there's two of us. And oh uh, so I'm excited, I'm excited. And um, I travel. thank God for the opportunities that we have also. I am grateful and I thank God for the opportunity that God gave me. Not, I don't see myself as an interpreter, but the way the system here in Iowa works, uh, especially the judicial system with our judges and lawyers and the understanding that they're trying to understand about culture and immigrants and refugees to, to help. Um, I'm grateful and I welcome anybody all of you guys are leaders and you guys have a lot of stuff that you guys do in the community, but please keep standing up. Please keep doing what you do. Um, let's work together and let's play, you know, come together. Like Roger say, I like peace. I want to see peace. I know we cannot have peace a hundred percent, but um, there's a lot of hurt um, in the world and um, we can, it can start with us to start bringing that peace for those that don't have it. So thank you. Thank you. My name is Mark Priest. I'm married to Leslie 51 years. <laughs> nice. We got married when, before we were born. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the, just anecdotally, I was at the dermatologist and he was looking at blo broken blood vessels. And instead of saying this happens with age, he said this happens over time. Oh. <laughs> and that felt so much better. <laughs> um, we have two children, Matthew and Jessica. Both of them are teachers. Both of them are married to teachers. Um, my son had some national recognition as a coach. My grandson, Alex, just Friday, he will run in the state cross-country meet. My son's the coach. And uh, last Saturday, he was accepted into the All-State Choir. So we're very proud of Alex. He's following in the footprints, footsteps of his brother, Owen. And Jessica um, teaches fourth grade, and she also coaches cross-country. Both of my kids ran the Boston Marathon. I did not. Um, I want to add to this public intervention because I'm very active in um, distributing AEDs to nonprofits and encouraging training for CPR. You have to be able to intervene. Mm -hmm. I was at our church where the police had come to help us train us what we do if there was a shooter that would come in our church. And we were taught intervene, and that meant throw a book, scream, cause a distraction. Words are like guns, and we have to confront this. So thank you very much, Kelsey, and for Doug for naming this. I'm in the, uh, let's see what else. I'm a public theologian now that I'm retired. I served as a pastor uh, for five different churches from Tacoma, Washington, to Michigan, and here in 2007 came to Iowa City. Um, so I, th I'm, I, I love listening to what you guys do because I connect with lots and lots of people who are doing things. Um, and that's my, then my work is to 
bring people together. My doctorate was on reconciliation, um, and so this is a good place for me to be. Um, let's see, just a little bit more personally. So I'm, I've been enjoying William Kent Kruger. He writes books. He's a fiction writer. He talks book, books like Tender Ground and Ordinary Grace. And these are set in southwest Minnesota, and they talk, in, introduce us to what happened to Native peoples in these lands, even in this 20th century, previous century. Um, I'm involved with the consultation of religious communities. I received a wonderful letter from Rabbi, or I'm sorry, Agudas Akim sent out a letter about what's happening in Israel-Palestine. It was very conciliatory, uh, sensitive to everybody that's facing loss there. Um, we're very fortunate to have our Rabbi Esther Hugenholtz um, here in our town. Um, I live, Viana, just down the hill from the mosque on Denby Drive. So on Friday noons, I know where the crowd is. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll just keep rambling. I'm currently reading the Book of Joy with the Dalai Lama and Bishop Tutu. Um, it's very helpful to me. Um, our congregation, Gloria Day Lutheran Church, is sponsored five uh, Ukrainian refugees. They're here. We've filled out the paperwork for nine Haitian refugees that we could support. Um, we also are, are hosting a Sokoas Nobis for, uh, and did, we're doing three weeks on um, truth giving and she'll be with us on the November 5th. I'm very concerned about the Johnson County manufactured homes and what's happening. There's a meeting today at the um, County Extension Office, it's important. I'm involved with the Interfaith Alliance, um, so now I'm talking about what I've done in the last, since our last meeting. We meet every Wednesday morning, Faithful Voices Against Re anti We're an anti-racism group, and we've now compiled enough information about racism in public schools, and we'll publish that. I can make it available to you. Um, let's see. Gnuk, uh, that's German for enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank Commissioner Prince. Commissioner Jones. I am Sylvia Jones, and I've been a part of the commission for two years now. I have lived in Iowa, I moved to Iowa City from New York City during the pandemic, and for the, most of the work that I do is in kind of global academic diplomacy, whether it's the Fulbright program, whether it's um, working to rescue scholars, professors, and students whose lives are in immediate danger, whether it's in Afghanistan, Ukraine, um, other places, and use our network of more than a thousand universities to get them relocated and funded um, so they can continue their studies or their teaching, um, really work in that sort of world. I think the last few weeks have been uh, particularly challenging as we, as I lead a, a, a peace prize in the Middle East and been checking on, we've been doing so for 20 years, been checking on both our Palestinian and our um, Israeli peacemakers and knowing that um, one of them is, is currently um, kidnapped and being held and has been in the news a lot. So that's been really challenging. And then I've been in New York um, with um, our Ukrainian um, fellows and um, focused on uh, when the uh, invasion happened, they came together and built a bunch of law professors building a thing called Invisible University. And so helping them to find um, funding to continue that and hopefully with it, the goal of that is to um, eventually come back with the knowledge and skills to um, to rebuild the democracy in Ukraine. Uh, I have two, two quick announcements for the group. One is that I worked with um, the Iowa City Foreign Relations Council, Stephanie, um, to have Human Rights Commission uh, kind of co- um, uh, partner together on a 
event with Sakalis and the Great Plains Action Society, which is on Thursday, November 2nd, from 12 to 1 at the Iowa City Public Library on border imperialism, control of land and bodies through colonial violence. I'll send some more information about that to everyone, but would um, love to see you there. And then, of course, just reminding folks about um, Thanksgiving, which is November 10th at 8.30 p.m. at the Inglewood Theater. And welcome to the commission. I look forward to, to meeting you in person. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's it for me. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, do we have anything else? Uh, for good of the order, uh, item 13, adjournment. I would propose a motion to adjourn. Move to adjourn. Moved by Commissioner Kolash. Second, second by, second by <laughs> Commissioner Kadora. Kadora, is that, did I say that right? Kadura. Kadura. Oh. <laughs> All in favor of adjourning, say hi. Aye. Aye. Any opposition? We are adjourned, and I hope to see you all tomorrow morning for some good breakfast.